Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Brendan Escott here today in for Bob. Just before we get to Elliot Friedman, I'll remind you, The best fans of the game need the best content. Go live and behind the scenes with Oilers Plus and access live practice coverage, pre- and post-game shows, behind-the-scenes original series, and much more. Subscribe now at OilersPlus.com using the promo code OilersNow. Make sure that's in all capitals. And get yourself a a free three-day trial. Try saying that three times fast. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers is brought to you each Friday for eight Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. And just as he was about to click accept on the call from the 630 Ched Studios, he had to rush over to Twitter to announce a trade that many people had been wondering a uh, matter of when, perhaps not matter of if. Elliot Ethan Bear is heading to Vancouver. Yes, he is. Uh, I think the trade call is happening uh, as we speak, or it's 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 going on shortly don't know exactly i'm not tapping their phones well enough brendan (laughs) but he is going to be traded to the canucks um i think there's a an ahl player that's going with him to vancouver Uh, i think it's a mid to late round pick in return i think carolina is uh keeping some salary um, I know I, I heard there was a player on Carolina's AHL roster that would they uh, considered too expensive for the um, American Hockey League. We'll see uh, for their situation. We'll see if that if that's who it is. But it's something like that. All the pieces are being put together. But the key is that it is bear going to the vancouver canucks and from his perspective because i know buffalo had suddenly been floated as a potential destination i i just wonder how well it was working out for him being out on the east coast so uh, do you get the sense that he's happy to to be coming back out west here and to play on the west coast yes i, I think he would be I, the number one thing brand is he wants to play he's he hasn't played yet for the uh, hurricanes all year uh, you know, it, it's tough. Like any player just wants to play. And I, I think the real flashpoint was that game in Edmonton last week. I mean, you don't need me to spill the storyline. You guys know he was an oiler. Players always want to play against their former teams. And I think when he didn't get into the game for that one, that kind of pushed this uh, into the forefront and said, look, I just want to play wherever it is. And he'll get the chance to now. Uh, Vancouver's been looking for help on D. I think he's a player they've kind of looked at for a while now and uh, 
he's going to get the opportunity to play there. Let's stay on Vancouver for a second with Elliot Friedman here. Um, one five and two after the win last night. Uh, they had they scored the first goal, surrendered the next two, and then end up winning five four. So they're they're not making it easy on themselves, Elliot. But they do have win number one in what was becoming a more and, and more crucial first win here as the season ticked along. You see the trade for Jack Studnicka and uh, getting ready or getting rid rather of uh, Mikey DiPietro. Now you see Ethan Bear coming into the system. It looks like they're trying to be uh, proactive here and making sure this this season doesn't slip too far away. Well, I, I don't think they want to give up on it. That's for sure. But I think they are also looking for one of the things they've talked about was bolstering uh, their 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 group of young players. And you know, Bear is not as young as Studnika is, but he's young. He's still got a potentially very long career in front of him, and Studnika is young. And it just didn't work out for him in Boston. Sometimes uh, it, you get a new chance, and it's a better opportunity for you. And he's still young enough that there's still plenty of teams that would say, hey, we're willing to give him an opportunity. It didn't work out for him there, and he'll get the opportunity in Vancouver. But I think your overall point is correct. I don't think the Canucks have any desire to punt on the season uh, yet. And But I think they do want to see if they can inject some youth into their roster and see if they can find a diamond in the rough somewhere. Did you see, I don't know how much of the game you caught last night, but three fights, it really seemed like, you know, yep. Vancouver was rallying for each other. JT Miller leading that charge. The desire to change things around is clearly there, you know, like they're 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 desperate to, to right the ship, not only at the management level, obviously, by these moves being made, but you see the players out there fighting too. I, I like it's no coincidence, as as you pointed out there, Brennan. It, this doesn't just happen organically. It's a mixture that's thrown together, and I have no doubt it's their pride. I have no doubt they were being challenged. Um, there's 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 nothing worse, I would say, as a team than being the answer to the trivia question. What's the last team in the NHL to win a game this year? Uh, I think also you know historically if you start like that, you don't make the playoffs. Uh, a lot of frustration poured out. And uh, I think Monday they lost at home to Carolina. I think they had, what, 15 shots that game. Carolina is a real good team. And I, I, I bet you they were challenged. I bet you they were absolutely challenged that it was time to go out there. And if you're going to go down, don't go down easy. And there were lots of opportunities for the Canucks to blow that game last night. They had three different one-goal leads, or actually four different one-goal leads, and blew three of them. And at the end of the game, of course, Seattle made it interesting. But you know, I just thought it was, if you saw it on the Canucks' social media feeds, just the players coming off the ice and fist-pumping with Boudreaux, you saw a lot of relief. And a lot of people who clearly felt that uh, it was nice to have the feeling of winning a hockey game. And it won't be easy for them tonight with Pittsburgh in town, but if you knock off a team like Pittsburgh and get two in a row, that's a huge accomplishment for this team, and suddenly I think the ball's rolling in the right direction. Um, Edmonton's got the ball rolling in the right direction, Elliot, uh, especially since they've been on the road for these last couple. And listen, two dramatically different games that both had me leaping up out of my couch. One of them playoff style, the other 1984 style. Uh, it 
it, it's been awesome, and I don't know that it's necessarily great to see Edmonton surrendering goals at a high clip, but uh, we know that they can outscore some mistakes when need be, and, and as evidence against St. Louis, they can also play a pretty, uh, you know, tight checking style of game. They've done that twice now. Uh, are you talking about, sorry, I, you, cu you cut off there in the second, Brandon, which team were you referring to there? I'm talking the Oilers and just the the different ways that they're finding to win. They can obviously run and gun yeah. like they did last night. I don't know that, uh, say, Calgary puts up, a, or, or I don't know if they come out on the winning end against a team like Calgary versus Chicago, mm -hmm. if they're going to trade chances like that. But Edmonton also showing that they can lock it down against a team like St. Louis, who plays very differently. That was a great game, the game against St. Louis, and and uh, a really a, a really good win. Um, it, you can tell that the Oilers were a bit more locked in against the team with the Blues reputation and the team with the Blackhawks, even though the Blackhawks have played pretty hard. I, I'm I don't think you'll see that on Saturday night. And the one thing I'm really curious about on Saturday night, uh, Brennan, is what's the goalie matchup? Is it Skinner Vladar? And who would have predicted? that when the season began you know, 18 days ago or whatever it is, that we would even be asking that question. Is there any chance that at the end of October there'd be a Saturday night in Calgary and uh, or, or Edmonton or wherever it is, I can't even remember, and we'd be talking about a Skinner-Vladar matchup? It's incredible. And... It's obviously like Vladar's numbers this year. He's played two games. He's got a 3.03 goals against and an 8.96 save percentage. So he's got some virtuoso per se, but it just seems like he's a solid backup. He is. He's, he's a, uh, he's, a he, he's a solid backup goalie. He's uh, um, and I, I don't know that I would ever trust him to win a run of 20 straight games, but I think he's a really solid backup. And you can do a hell of a lot worse in this league than to have a guy like him as your as your number two. I I, I like Skinner too. I think that uh, I think this is going to be really interesting to see what Gia Woodcroft does here. Um, I loved his post game interview in St. Louis the other night. I thought that was hilarious. But uh, it's I think at this time of year, there's nothing wrong with saying that this guy deserves this game. Coaches don't always do that, but I think Woodcroft would have a very reasonable excuse to say it. And this is where the personality of someone like Jack Campbell comes in, where you just you don't think he's going to take that the wrong way. I think that they can comfortably make that decision. Skinner has looked uh, like just the economy of movement there, Elliot, is is amazing for somebody his size. There just never really seems to be a, a heartbeat raised above normal when anything's going on. And then he's also 6'4 with like a 3XL chest protector. It's tough to get pucks by him. So, hey, it's a good thing, I suppose, if he's pushing Jack Campbell for minutes already. You know, I bet you it would bother Campbell simply because he's a competitor, and I don't have a problem with that. Publicly, he'll come out and he'll he won't say anything bad because that's, as you said, what he does. But if he's any kind of competitor, and he is, he's not going to like it. He's he's going to he wants to play that game. That's why you guys brought him to Edmonton, was to play and win games like that one. But as you said, it's a competition. Even though Campbell was brought in to be the number one, Skinner is expected to push him and challenge him for that job. You know, right now he's doing that. And again, it's an if. We don't know what Jay Woodcroft is going to do here. But if he does go with Skinner, 
right now the kid deserves it, and I can't argue with that. Chatting with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers for Abe's Door Service. Calgary's been great out of the gate. I think this has gone about as well as it could have been drawn up in terms of everybody gelling and, and adhering to this system right away. Maybe beginner's luck, but I think, you know, with a veteran coach in there, he knows how to, to press the right buttons, and they're 5-1 and one out of the gates. So uh, I, I really like what they've done, obviously, in the offseason. That kind of, I'm sure we can all agree on that, but the way that it's actually painting itself out here through six games say of the regular season like I'm I'm worried for Edmonton's sake because Calgary's a very good team when they host them tomorrow I I, I have to say that uh, the only thing that bothers me about all this is that they're only playing three times a year it's terrible I, I don't like it I understand why it happens but uh, I don't like it um, I, I think that we need these teams to play each other more often. I hope that we find ways in the future. I mean, it's and now I knew they only played each other like three times, but I didn't realize that two of them were in the first month of the season. So now we've got 75 games to go or whatever it is, and they're only going to play each other once more. We we have to sort this out. We have to find we have to find a better way because especially you know you're watching Kadri now and how well he's playing you just want to see Kadri and the Oilers battle like five more times this season you do and and not only you know in the Canadian markets but you can't tell me that TNT doesn't want to carry that game on a Wednesday night as well or whatever the case may be like there there has to be given the the intensity of this rivalry uh, there has to be a market for that south of the border too yes and the, and the fans want to yell at each other too it's fun what we do that's what this show is based on right that's right <laughs> um are, are, are teams that come into mullet arena going to be yelling at the nhl for um what looks like very base level facilities since we've seen the pictures emerge ahead of tonight's first home game for the coyotes what is what is the temperature i guess that you're getting from around the league now that we've seen what the visiting teams in particular are going to be subject to I, I think well first of all there's they got they have four games here and then the next time they're back they're supposed to have a new facility built that will look better um, look I, I think what they're gonna do Brennan and what I think they're asking these other teams is to try to put the best face on this like w I mean we know this is far from ideal we know that Arizona's trying to make the best of it. They're trying to sell it as a unique home ice advantage and a unique experience to watch games. Um, it's not NHL level. Everybody knows it. Um, you know, like it's it's not what the a major league should be. Everybody knows it. And what I think I, I don't do I think the opposing teams like it? No, I, I don't. Do I think that even some of the Coyotes like it? I think no, you don't. But there's not much they can really say. And I think in the case of the visiting teams, I, I won't be surprised if they're asked not to bury it. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think to me that the key question is, is there any indication by the end of this NHL season that there's a path? That we have somewhere here we're going and that you can see the end of this process and to me that's what's going to be the biggest question 
Couple more here for you, Elliot. Uh, I want to talk about the new NHL Iron Man in a sec, but let's. Uh, do you have anything on Jacob Chikrin trade market wise? I know we saw that he's got a setback in his wrist injury, and I wonder whether that's maybe continued slowing that market down. The Chikrin, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I I think with Chikrin, I absolutely believe the injuries are a problem. Um, you know, it's, it's a shame. Like, we, we thought he'd be playing by now. And Bill Armstrong came out the other day and said that it's going to be a few more weeks. Uh, it's a problem. There's, there's no question, Brendan, it's a problem. Uh, and because people want to see him play. Um, I've talked about this a couple times already this year. But if you look at what happened with Ryan Ellis and Philadelphia, um, I think there's nerves about trading for injured players. Um, you know, the, 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 the Flyers thought they were getting a good partner for Provorov, and he's barely played, and there's no assurance he's going to play again. And, you know, that can happen sometimes if you're not careful or you don't really have the full information. So I think people are a little wary of this. They want to make sure Chikrin is healthy. I have no doubt when he plays, he's going to come out like gangbusters because that's the best way he can he can move, um, but he has to play. And I think that has slowed it down, absolutely. So Phil Kessel comes out of the desert, lands in Vegas. I guess he didn't really leave the desert, just kind of moved to a different part of it. He, he moved to a different passes, part of the desert, yes. <laughs> passes Keith Yandel. He is the new NHL Ironman. And if, uh, if you were to look up the poster boy for that, I'm not sure you'd find Phil Kessel. But here's where we hearken back to the stories of, of teammates of his being like, the guy never trained or he never looked like he trained. And then he'd walk over and uh, and like deadlift more than anybody in the room so you know just tell me a little bit about Kessel and how he achieved this maybe un, uh, uh, unexpectedly well I think Brennan that the, the the best compliment you can give him is that I don't know if there's ever going to be another guy like him again and I wrote about this this week and we talked about it with some people do you think like for example name like a young player for the Oilers, like Holloway or McLeod. And here they are, they're trying to make it uh, with the with the Oilers. And can you imagine they walk in like Phil Kessel did in 2009 or whatever it was? Nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Nah, I'm not, I'm not working out that hard. I'm gonna sit here on the magazine while everybody works out. Guy, guys like that, they wouldn't get a sniff now. They wouldn't be allowed to do that. They'd be banished to the nether regions of hockey. And Kessel's pulled this off for 15 years. And there's an understanding that that's who he is. Um, you know, you, you take, like, the way he doesn't get hit, I mean, there's a skill to that. I, I totally agree. But he doesn't block shots. He's not in any way physical. I think it would be hard. Like, try to imagine somebody playing a thousand straight games playing like that right now. I, I can't see it. And I, I think that's the real credit to him that he's been able to have this streak when there's nobody else like him. He's unique. And he's a physical freak. He's a marvel of science. He's incredibly gifted. You're right. He doesn't work out as hard as other people. But he's naturally powerful, um, he's naturally gifted, and he's incredibly skilled. 
And the thing is, when he wants to make a difference, and I've seen that before, he absolutely can. And I'm just really curious to see how long this is going to go on. He's got, you know, he's got 10 more games for his 1,000. I have, I have no doubt that he's going to get it. And then we'll see, because one of the toughest things, Brandon, is how these end. We saw it with Keith Yandel, yep. and, you know, we'll see how it goes with Kessel. Eight games played so far. He's got three points. Elliot, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the action this weekend. We'll chat next week. Uh, we'll chat next week, Brennan. And once again, great questions in Bob's absence. All right. I'll make sure he knows that. <laughs> Elliot Friedman for Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. It's Brendan Escott in for Bob today. We're back in just a moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline here and that's a, that's a, that's what we have to do you're looking for a great oilers road trip you can join oilers now in vegas this january to see the oilers play the golden knights and all of the famous vegas attractions this new west travel hockey package includes airfare three nights at the five-star cosmopolitan hotel right there on the strip game tickets and a welcome reception with uh, not yours truly i won't be there but bob will <laughs> perhaps some special guests as well for the uh, oilers now vegas hockey package call new west travel or visit new westtravel.com no i'll be here keeping this show on the rails just as derek is doing now let's send it off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell